leopard walked out of the bush and came toward us. Um, it was one of those moments where you don't know what to do. Um, our guide um, stood, moved right between us and the leopard, and he made himself really big, you know, put out his arms and stared this cat down, and the cat didn't attack, turned around and, and walked back into the bushes. So it's one of those moments where you think, oh, my God, this is a really dangerous place, and the only person who's keeping us alive is, is our, our bush guide. Um, and then the thriller writer takes over, and I said, what if he's not who we said he was? <laughs> you know, we, we, we have to trust this man, but what if we put our, our trust in the wrong person? So that, that was how the story came about. Is I was just paying attention to what freaks me out. Yeah. Well, you know your readers better than I do. And um, uh, what, what do you think – why do you think you've got such a, a – a following. Do you th- do you think it's your style or just the meat of what you write? To me, it's meat. Um, I, I think it's meat. I mean, I I think of I my style. I tend to want to disappear. I don't want you to know to be conscious of my style. Mm-hmm. I want you to be conscious of my characters, who they are, and what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get out of the way of that of the storytelling. So um, it may be the meat, the, the idea of who, who Jane and Maura are. I know a lot of people read the books because they become attached to these two women characters. Um, and some other, other people read it because they like the uh, occasionally bizarre subject matter I deal with. <laughs> I mean, I, over the course of these 11 books, I have, I have dealt with Egyptology and mummies. I've dealt with um, now, you know, the big cats. Um, I've dealt with Chinese folk tales. I mean, these all get rolled into my mysteries. Yeah, yeah, we 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 talked uh, a couple of years ago um about your heritage and you being uh, Chinese American and uh you know, growing up American in in this uh, in this country and it, and and then, you know, the fact that you went to medical school and became a doctor and then all of a sudden forget about it. I'm going to write books instead. Well, what do you got coming up? That's what I want to know. Cuz I'm yeah, always interested. Yeah, well, my next book <laughs> <laughs> My next book is is not part of the Rizzoli and Isles series. It's just I've just just about finished it now. It's um, a story that came out of a nightmare I had while I was in Venice for my birthday. Um, and the, the story is about a, a woman violinist who buys uh, a handwritten piece of music uh, that she, in an antique store in Rome. She comes home, she plays it, and every time she plays this really gorgeous waltz, her three year old daughter does something horrifying, like kills a cat or stabs her mom. So the woman thinks, what is wrong with this music? What is it about this music that's making my daughter turn into a monster? Um, is the music haunted? She has to find the history of this, this mysterious waltz, and it takes her back, the search takes her back to uh, World War II uh, Italy, um, where I also have sections that have to do with what was it like to be Jewish in Italy when it was occupied. Um, and oh, there, there's man. two stories being woven in here, but it really goes back to this haunted piece of music. Oh, I want to read that book. Uh, number one, I'm Italian-American. Number two, um, I, uh, I've been studying World War II history, the camps, uh, um, and, and I've got a lot of Jewish friends, and I'm just from very young age very interested in, the, in that part of history. I can't wait. This sounds great. Well, Italy was, a, was an interesting, particularly interesting, because unlike Poland, Germany, and, yes. and Holland, yes. um, Italy saved 85% of its Jews. Yes. And the question is, what was different about Italy? And that, that's, that's what I wanted to explore in the story. Whoa. 
no way. Oh, this could, this could be fabulous. This could be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, 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 let's, let's put it this way. The, the whole, the, my research speaks well of Italians. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you get the luxury to go to these uh, countries and actually put your feet on the ground to get a sense so you can write, I guess, right? Sometimes. Well, I, I, it's part of it's part of getting the the atmosphere right, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and part of of you know it, it's the essential details. Uh, what do you smell? What do you taste? You know, what does it feel like to walk in the Jewish ghetto? Um, these mm-hmm. are the things that end up in the stories. Yeah, yeah. One of my one of my uh, uh, lifelong dreams is to is to get to Poland and uh, walk those streets. Um, Anyway, ugh. well, I want to get all right. Look, at we're running out of time, of course, as usual. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, your 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 newest book, Die Again, um, a great extension. Now, now is Rizzoli and Isles gone? Is this it? Is this the last? Oh one? no, there'll be a book after that. Oh god, I, I, yeah, this is. Um, yeah, this uh, this <laughs> book uh, about the violinist is just one of these uh, ones that slipped into my head. I had to write it. It's now written, and I'm going to be starting on the next Fazolian Isles book now. Excellent. I can't wait. And I'm, I'm waiting for another dynamic cover. Boy, your covers are good. Whoever's designing these does a heck of a job. Well, yeah, all thanks to Random House. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, stay with them. <laughs> okay. Tess, it's been a, it's been a kick. Um, uh We'll get down the road. We'll we'll visit again. Um, die again. Rizzoli and Isles. Tess Gerritsen. Uh, Got to pick it up, folks. Tess, great talking to you again. Um, enjoy that grandbaby as I will enjoy mine. <laughs> All right, right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tess. Thank you. Bye-bye.